What's up, guys? It's Friday. You know what that means. Champion review time. Yep. And very funny because we were talking about Tarek at the beginning of the previous episode and had no idea that he was going to be next in line. Yeah, we weren't paying enough attention to our to our champion list, but uh, that's all right. That just made it a little bit more fun. We got a little slight preview earlier in the week, and you get a nice little piece of closure coming up here with El Fabio. Yeah, we uh, also, speaking of Tarek, I mean, we... We were playing some stuff with, like, Neela bot lane, and obviously it wasn't, like, we saw some Reddit posts, like, oh, you know, Neela's a good enabler for hyper-carry uh, healers, so Tarek, and we tried Sona, Tarek was, it felt really gross with the yeah. healing, like, it's, it's fucking good. Yeah, it was I, fun. I didn't realize with, with that idea, even that, like, we found out playing Neela, uh, someone picks up the honey fruit in the river. I mean, it makes sense. It, it does. I just hadn't thought about that. I'm like, oh, what an interaction that it, I definitely wouldn't have thought about. So I wonder if if on ARAM, if you get the healing relic, that just boosts everybody's healing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. That's I, interesting. I, I haven't noticed if it does anything with, like, uh, Spirit Visage either, champions that are getting... Yeah, that'd be, that'd be interesting to see. I, I wonder if that... We'll theorize about that in a different episode. This isn't about Neela. I'm st I could go down that rabbit hole for I the know. next thirty minutes. So let me let me stop myself. Yep. And before we talk about Tarek <laughs> and Gangplank, uh, we'll go to last week's poll, yes. and it was which champion becomes more OP at level sixteen, Cassidan or Kale? And Cassidan was seventy five percent of the boat. Yeah. I. I yeah. Don't go ahead. I I think it's Cass uh, for sure. Like I think it's close. Um, and I think there's a couple other factors. In a 1v1, it's probably Cassin because he can actually just stop Kale from what she's doing. And if he stops Kale from what she's doing, she can't attack. You know what I mean? He just jumps on her and blows her up. I mean, she does have that ulti, which is pretty gross. That could save her from being blown up, but Cass might just outrange her. I think it's, yeah, I think it's 1v1 and team fight because Cassin gets a, a kill. He gets presence of mind reset on his mana and he just has a flash right every one second just that does damage yeah so yeah i think casting more disgusting so uh thank you guys for participating in that and we're gonna get right into it so we're, we're looking at Tarek first fabio man when i look when at the to... old Tarek and it's so gross. oh yeah let's look at past versions for it's look. so gross it sucks they don't have the old uh model up I think you have to... There's a way to see it. I just don't remember how to do it. Wow, the Chinese splash art looks fucking badass. I never... Oh, dude, I didn't even look at that. Look at him. I it just, looks so Oh, wow. Sick. That looks super sick. Okay, first question. How does Tarek... Is he... This? He just looks so funky in his original splash art. Like, the, the first classic looks so weird. And then they turn him into, like, he's supposed to be all about gems, but I feel like he's more about Frost, like, more more Freljordian in, in style, you know what I mean? Yeah, this first one, like, I get uh, no gem, like, nothing about gems. Right. I'm getting ice. I mean, sure, his armor has gems on it, but I'm like, that doesn't, I don't know. It's, yeah, ice for sure. Yeah, even even the Chinese one looks, it, like, those are supposed to be gems, but those look more ice crystal crystals yeah yeah then then actual like gem crystals but dude his actually his chinese arts are awesome that our uh, armor of the fifth age is badass and in, in chinese like what the heck 
It looks like a really cool Final Fantasy character. <laughs> For real. Um, all right, so we all know that Tarek got a full... Well, both of these guys got a full-on rework. So yes. we are going to start with his first oh. innate. So we're going to go <laughs> way back when and take a look at this. So innate, Tarek's auto attacks replenish his mana for 7.5% of the damage dealt. What? He didn't deal a whole lot of damage, so don't let that fool you. That sounds like a lot. It's not a lot. I mean... I'm just trying to think of, like, if he had, like, 180, so that's 7.5 mana for auto attack. Or no, 7, yeah, right? Yeah. Is that not the math? Okay. Well, that's okay, damage so dealt. It doesn't say pre-mitigation, so it's sure. post-mitigation, right? I think that's OP, though. I don't know. Maybe it's a very well, it's a very generic riot passive, Super. too. Yeah, this, you gotta remember, he's an old champion. It's also like it was released, oh, when was he released? Two thousand nine. <laughs> yes, uh, August nineteenth, two thousand nine. So he's coming up like, on on a big anniversary too. What's weird is this passive just screams like solo lane. I guess back then there wasn't. Yeah, there was no idea of like a support. Like you could run two. I think when he was released, people still weren't jungling yet. Sure, that's right. I, I think. Um, alright, his his second innate, so they got tired of that, and they said, you know what, we're gonna keep the name Gemcraft, but we're gonna say, Tarek's basic attacks deal bonus magic damage equal to 2% of his maximum mana, the bonus damage is doubled against champions. See, now that sounds a little bit more OP. Sounds a lot better. And that screams solo lane. Yeah, we're stacking tears, frozen heart, all the other mana, Rod of Ages, Rod of right. Ages is still back then, like... Oh, that Damn. was like the best, one of the best items you could get. I miss that item. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, and then, and then Riot's like, okay, okay, maybe that's not working like we want it to, so how about this one? Uh, after using an ability, Tarek's next basic attack deals 20% armor, uh, bonus magic damage, and reduces his cooldowns each by two seconds. I think, I, yeah, that's the one I remember where, like, playing top lane Tarek. Yeah. And that's more in line with his with his current passive, um, which that the last one was called Gemcraft. The new one is called Bravado. Yeah. Uh, I see. After casting an ability, Tarek empowers his next two basic attacks within five seconds to each gain one hundred percent total attack speed. Deal twenty five to ninety three based on level plus fifteen percent bonus armor, bonus magic damage. So all of that is bonus magic damage and reduce the cooldowns of his basic abilities by one second. So they took the things they liked about that original one, added something else, gave it a time frame, and gave him a little attack speed bonus. And so usually you see this work really well with his new Q. Right. It's pretty gross. It, you can still jungle or solo lane Tarek. You just have to have a team that's ready for it and, and prepared to, to play with it. Right. Um, okay. Let's see, let's go back to his. Now let's go back to his original Q. Imbue. Imbue. Active. Tarek you gotta, you gotta heals. say all of his skills hella breathy like he does. Imbue. <laughs> Tarek heals the target ally, healing himself for the same amount. Tarek heals by an additional forty percent when targeting himself. Yeah. Now that sounds that. broken. It's like yeah, you can heal your ally for. Uh, let's see. The the heal is sixty to. 220 with a 30% AP ratio plus 5% bonus health. So you can heal for like next to nothing. 
or you can heal for 84 to 308 plus 42% AP plus 7% bonus health. So you can heal for more if you heal yourself or you guys can split the heal. Your total healing if you guys split it is higher than if he just heals himself. However, it makes a difference in a fight one way or the other, you know. Also, the cooldown was insane. It was mm -hmm. high. 18 seconds at level they, 1. They didn't want him just healing, being a heal bot. Well, um, look at him now. Yeah, I know, I know. Now, Starlight's touch is... Oh, yeah, it's, it, it didn't change until the rework. Yes, same. yes. Um, Starlight's touch is an area of effect spell. <clears throat> Excuse me. It uh, works in a 325 unit radius, so you pretty much got to be almost right on top of Tarek for it to work, or for you to be in it, or be connected with his W. We'll get there. Um, it's got a quick cast time of a quarter second. It does cost 60 mana, and this ability uh, stacks charges. Would you use it? You expunge all the charges. It's got a three second cooldown, but a 15 second recharge time per charge. So the active is Tarek heals himself and nearby allied champions for 25 plus 15% AP plus 1% of Tarek's max health per charge of Starlight's Touch. He can have up to 5. Uh, he periodically stocks up to a maximum amount, uh, and that's based on the level of the ability, so it goes obviously 1 to 5. Bravado's empowered attacks each grant 1 charge. Uh, Starlight's Touch can heal up to a maximum of 125 plus 75% AP plus 5% of Tarek's max health at 5 charges. I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's, that's pretty gross. That's, yeah, I mean, I was, cause I was like, when I was playing him, and I wasn't sure, I'm like, I I guess you don't max this first, because you're going to be just using Q like on cooldown like constantly, right. so it's only going to be 1 charge. Right. So, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Because you're just like, boom, 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 boom. I, I think the best way to to max his abilities is you need to max... We'll get to it, but we need to max the E. Yeah. But you take an early double dip into Starlight's Touch because of the bravado hits. You can get two charges if after using an ability, and I think that's worth it. Mm -hmm. um, then you just go back to it and max it later. But get the, the double charge, because there's a big difference between one charge and two charges. I mean, you're talking 30% AP bonus, which he's not really building. But 2% max health and the 50 health, I think, makes a big difference early in the game. So that early second charge, that's the, the I would say that's the fourth. When you hit level four, you level that up to two, and then you start maxing E. Um, that's probably the best way to do it, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, again, we were playing him with Neela. So right. that's it's is it ten percent? No, they nerfed it, huh? It's like eight percent bonus healing. Um I will tell you if you hang on just a minute. Yeah, I'm gonna move on to his W's. Yes, yes, go for it. But yeah, I, I think it was originally ten percent healing and shielding bonus, like enhanced, and then they nerfed it to eight or nine. They lowered it a a, a hair. But let's see, let's go back to his old W's. Ah here old, we go. Oh god. No, go ahead. What is it? Uh, whenever a nearby allied champion uses an ability to heal or shield, either Nilo or themselves, they both receive a bonus amount equal to 7.5% of the healing there you go. or 15% of the shielding after a half-second delay. Okay, so it is, it's 7.5. Okay, yep. I think, it, again, it originally was 10%. But... I think so. Okay, let's see. Uh, Shatter. Aura. Tarek and nearby allies gain 12% of his armor as bonus armor. Passive. Oh, he had, wow, he had, okay. 
Tarek gains bonus armor <laughs> while Shatter is off cooldown. Okay. Active, Tarek shatters his gemstones, dealing magic damage to all nearby enemies, as well as reducing their armor for five, four seconds. That's fucking OP. Yeah, I remember the shred. I don't see, I don't remember, and let's see, is this the same? It is the same. Okay, it's the same through all his uh, yeah. like, in, innates. But I'm just trying to see, so Grant's 10 to 30 armor... Magic damage, that's a lot. 200 plus 20% of his armor. Right. And the armor reduction, 5 to 25 plus 5% of his armor. I just remember, like, taking him top lane, like, building, uh, 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 ugh, Frostfire, or not Frostfire, Gauntlet, Iceborne Gauntlets, and, like, Frozen Heart. And they had, like, uh, so he gets 12% Massive man at armor. <laughs> yeah, and you're just sitting there, like, AOing the fucking wave and just killing people. Yeah, and then you and then you hit W, you shatter it, you yep. shred the shit out of them, and then you start hitting them with your passive, right? So let's see, current W, Bastion. Uh, passive, Tarek gains bonus armor and forms a tether between him and the ally bound by Bastion. While the tether persists, the ally also gains the bonus armor, and Tarek's abilities are mimicked to them. Though the effects do not stack, active, Tarek shields himself and target for two and a half seconds, binding them with Bastion. And then Tarek self-cast can shield himself. It was untethered. This will go to the nearest ally. Uh, that's good to know. I didn't know that was how it worked. Uh, only one ally can be bound at a time, searching for a new ally overrides previous bind. Okay. Uh, and then, so it's 10 to 14% of Tarek's armor. And then the shield strength is 7 to 11% of target's maximum health. Yes not bad so this is the important skill i don't think you i don't think you really level it till last yeah um same point but it's an important skill to have because when you use the q you now have two points of healing so it's it's around Tarek and then around the other champion same with the ulti same with the e so it's it's a very important part of his kit it's just also the last level because you're not getting much out of the the active of it Beyond being right. tethered. Right. Alright, let's look at his old... It's still named Dazzle, but... Dazzle, baby! You had to keep that name. You couldn't change that from Dazzle, dude. It was too uh, important to who Tarek is to have Dazzle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> the original Dazzle was a point-and-click stun, <laughs> which was part of the problem with it. Uh, it had a range of 625, which I think means it actually outranged uh, Ryze's casting on his stun. Um, and it had a missile speed that was pretty uh, pretty slow at 1400. It's not very fast at all. Uh, active, Tarek fires a prismatic sphere at the target enemy, stunning them and dealing magic damage. Increase up to 50% based on Tarek's proximity to the target. I didn't even know that. The closer oh, the he is, the more it more does. Damage. Huh. I think, or maybe it's the further it is, the more it does. I'm not sure. It just says based on proximity. Let me see what the details say. Nothing. Of course. Yep. So, yeah, it looks like... Yeah, so, again, that was the same through all... Uh, yeah. Iterations. All iterations. Yeah. It did... So, the stun duration was kind of duty. It was 1.2 to 1.6, and it did not scale beyond the leveling. Um, and then the minimum magic damage was 40 to 160 with a 20% AP ratio and a fat cooldown. It's skill cooldown 18 to 14 seconds. Excuse me. It was a rather large cooldown for a rather broken skill. So, I mean, there's, there's something good there, right? Mm -hmm. 
Um, his new Dazzle. This one's more interesting. It's not a point and click. I don't even know if I'd really call it a skill shot. I think it is. Yeah, it's like an AoE skill shot, if that makes sense. Um, Tarek winds up over one second, then projects a beam of starlight in the target direction that deals magic damage to enemies hit and stuns them for one and a half seconds. Tarek can move during Dazzle's windup. So the thing to note about this ability is that the direction in which you cast it controls that beam of light, kind of like Lucian's ulti. When you see Lucian hitting the culling, he only fires it one way, though he can move back and forth. It's only in that same angle, in that same direction. Uh, the other thing to note about Dazzles, when you're connected to an allied champion, they too get the beam of light, but it goes in the direction of where you're casting. Um, I don't know if anybody knows what an orthogonal is. They use them in art when you're trying to draw perspective. Use an orthogonal to keep straight lines and have them make sense so they all go to some sort of center point in, in whatever page you're drawing on to create depth. That's the best way to think about it. Like, if I took the ability and somebody was a thousand units away and you have your ADC in the river and Tarek in the, the middle bot brush and you're pointing in the, in the middle at that thousand unit away, those two are going to converge towards each other, almost cross over. If they, if they, if the two champions got close enough, you could actually make an X with the beam. Right, I don't know if that, it's trying to explain it. it so audio listeners can, can understand it. I'm, I'm giving you video listeners some hand signs, but, <laughs> um, it's interesting and you need to use that uh, to your advantage <laughs> it does right. also deal a massive fuck ton of damage for no reason I mean 90 to 250 with a 50% AP ratio and a 50% bonus armor ratio that's pretty gross yeah it does some deeps dude it does some deeps and this is like part one of his combo right is you, you bastion somebody or you have someone who's already got bastion you dazzle them, uh, you start popping off those bravado hits, and then you start healing and start getting those bravado hits and just beat the shit out of your opponent. Alrighty, and let's uh, look at his ult, which had two iterations. Okay. Uh, the original one, Radiance, uh, Tarek emits a brilliant light, healing himself every second while consuming mana per second. Does it not say how long it lasts? Okay. Uh, cost mana. Okay, so it was, it was forever. It was a unlimited alt. Oh really? Yeah, because it says oh, twenty mana toggle. plus four seven. To, it's a toggle. Yeah. But after it was shit. done, it had twenty seconds. Um, while radiance is active, Tarek also emits an aura that grants him and his nearby allies bonus attack speed, fifty percent for champions, and sixteen. Wow, it gave sixteen point six seven percent for minions. That's wow. interesting. Wow. You could take turrets like a motherfucker. Yeah, you could. Uh, second iteration, this is the one I remember, Tarek slams the ground with his hammer, dealing magic damage to all nearby enemies. For the next 10 seconds, Tarek gains bonus attack damage, bonus ability power, and emits an aura that grants 50% of those bonuses to nearby allies. Yeah, it is kind of weird because it's like... It it, it, it almost feels like his W, because his W is just an AoE kind of slam. Right. Shatters gemstones. That's when he shatters his hammer. It's like the same fucking thing. Yeah. But yeah, I just remember just and plus with the passive where it lowers the cooldown of your abilities. Right. You just you're just spamming abilities and it, it just felt like rise. But yeah, it was, was like stupid ulti. It was I very thought. boring. Very boring. 
Here's a nice little note. Uh, Radiance's aura grants stats that were worth gold values. So at level one, if you affected the entire team, your gold value of the stats that he gave was 5,197.5 gold. At level three, affecting your entire team was 12,127.5 gold. That's actually that's actually pretty broken. I've never seen that, like, I've statistic. never seen that. That's yeah, interesting. That's very interesting. It's pretty fucking disgusting. But hey, I'll take it. I like it. <clears throat> All right. Here's All right. a new ulti. Yep. Cosmic Radiance. <clears throat> oh, you want me to go? Yeah. <laughs> okay, my bad. <laughs> Tarek calls down a star from above that descends to him over two and a half seconds. Afterwards, he and nearby allied champions become invulnerable for two and a half seconds. And he also says, embrace the cosmos. And uh, it's fucking disgusting if you can time it. That is the hardest part with the ulti is getting the timing down. And I don't know that it really ever gets easier. It is... Um, just it's just difficult to time. I don't know. It's a two and a half seconds, which is a long fucking time. That's uh the same as Zonia's, right? Yep. Yeah, so you're you're waiting a Zonia's amount, and because it's a half second, you have to try to internally clock that in your head too. But a lot of times you'll see people either preemptively use it in a fight like too early or use it in a fight too late, and you're either not saving people well, either you don't save people or if you do it right, you do save people or, or whatever it is. So it's a definitely a tough ability to use, but it's pretty fucking strong. I didn't know that it has no effect on untargetable allies. So, uh, Fizz, if he's in his troll pole when it drops, um, sorry, dude, you're not invulnerable. That makes sense. I mean, he's in, he's like untargetable. So, yeah. it, it works for allies too. Yep. Yep. Um, the other thing to note is this also works with the Bastion. So, you do get it around whoever is, uh, tethered to Tarek. Yep, so if you're a uh, bruiser, frontliner is diving in, or I guess, I mean, technically, I guess you are a frontliner because you're a tank, but, like, if you're, your Aatrox is diving under a turret and you're connected, you just pop the ulti, and boom, he's not taking damage for two and a half seconds. Seriously. All right, and the, the age-old question, what's the best Tarek skin? Oh, man, it's got to be... It's got to be Emerald. See, I Emerald's... always thought it was Pool Party. I love Lifeguard Tarek. They're all pretty good, except, or I guess Armor of the Fifth Age. Bloodstone's really cool, but Bloodstone's like super heavy metal for Tarek, in my opinion. He's such a, a soft-spoken guy who's climbed the mountain. Uh, and Bloodstone just makes him look super evil. Um, Lumen Shield's good. Lumen Shield is like really good. I was kind of stuck. Yeah, he's even more Fabio in Lumen Shield than he is uh, in his regular skin. <laughs> but... Fun champion. He's he actually has a really cool aesthetic. There was a lot of people that had a problem uh with Tarek or made fun of Tarek's original skin or original fifth age skin, armor of the fifth age. Um, because he had those big fuzzy boots, and so a lot of people said, Oh yeah, Tarek's obviously gay, and this was before League had introduced any of that stuff. And so people were trying to use it as like a a way to bring down the champion design. And I thought it was great when Riot reworked it. And to be fair, the, the splash art was terrible. The in-game model was terrible. Um, but when Riot redid it, they I feel like they did this skin uh, tons of justice. Like, it's a very, very good skin, in my opinion. He still got the fuzzy boots. He does. But he makes it work. Is he, is he part of the Devonair line? 
Yeah, I, I see, think so. I see Ezreal, Ezreal in the front of that splash art. I think that's Wait, Ezreal. Actually, hold on. Because on the right, that's definitely... Is that Misfortune? Is that Arcade Misfortune? Oh, it looks like it. On the, on the right in the back? Yeah, and, and DJ Sona's Tristana, in the back. There's Tristana on the front right. Is that DJ Sona in the back? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I didn't even Maybe it's just some that. sort of party. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I never noticed that in here either. But yeah, it's definitely Debonair Ezreal on the front left. And I, Is that Riot Girl Tristana? I think so, with the pink hair? And holding the phone? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Yeah, huh. uh, cool, cool champ though. Um, if you guys don't play him, he has these very niche times where he's super OP, and right now is one of those times. So um, start playing some Taric. I don't know, learn him out. Yep, and we're gonna get the GP right after a break. All right, dude. All right, you gotta tell me play. about. You gotta tell me about the uh, the Jeeps, man. You're the well, first. You, you are the Jeeps, dude. Well, first of all, Gangplank, in my opinion. When he was reworked, had the best fucking event, the Bilgewater event in 2015. Right. They turned ARAM into the Murder Bridge. They had the fucking, um, what the fuck was that game mode? It, it introduced, uh, that's when Dead Man's Plate. That's when. Oh, it was the um, ARAM game mode, right? Where they introduced all that stuff? Mm, it wasn't an ARAM. It was a Summoner's Rift game where they're like the minions. Fuck, what was. I need to look this up on. Yeah, game. GP uh, events. Game mode. And he, and he Black was the market in- brawlers. That's what it was. That's yeah. That's where you got dead man's. That's where you got. Um, there was a few items that came with that. Yeah. Um, Pox Arcana, which became Morello. Uh, Staff of flowing water. Um, let's see. Yeah, that was late though. We that because that staff didn't come in until. Has yeah, that always been recently. in the game. Yeah. Huh, they're holding on to that. Yeah, they were. Uh, that yeah, th- again, that was like one of the sickest. And also, it was crazy because he he died in game and he couldn't. He wasn't playable for like a couple days. And I oh, had yeah. read up, and people who main Gangplank were fucking pissed because they so couldn't play the mad. champion. <laughs> Yeah, that was they. This dude on rework release was so ungodly broken that like, right. again, we always mention the 2015 worlds where fucking the balance team fucked up. <laughs> Gangplank and all those other juggernauts were just so otherworldly broken. Yeah. Um. But no, yeah. I mean, I I watched a lot of Tobias Fate and he got me into him. And you know, on Wednesday's episode, I season seven where i played like 300 games of him that season and he carried me <laughs> yeah he was he was fun to play um he's still pretty good right now i don't they're i don't know i maybe if i ever go back to top i'll have to play him but a lot of the times my team just gets so tilted and that makes me tilted and i don't right. feel like i don't feel like playing the game till late game where i can just one shot everybody but yeah it is what it is i didn't realize um, that in that event um they had Martyr's Gambit, but that's what became Knight's Vow. Mm. That's pretty pretty disgusting. I remember I remember Trickster's Glass. Um, that was teleporting to an allied champion, but they didn't that didn't come into anything. Um, oh, Lost Chapter came out of this too. I forgot about that. Lost Chapter, which was like a core uh, first item for most mages, right? Like mm-hmm. the GP thing just turned into just such a good, good fucking. Uh, thing for the game. There's just introduced so many items and like, ah, this might work, this might work, that might work. And then they said, ah, fuck it. You know, we could rework some of them. Like, 
obviously uh, Martyr's Gambit was only for three seconds, and you redirected 60% of the damage dealt to yourself, um, and it had a cooldown, whereas Knight's Vow is like, you're connected. But it's a similar, that's clearly where they got the idea from, you know. So let's look at the old pirate, and he looked so silly before. Like he did. It was gross. The sword Wait, was the awful. Is... Whoa! I'm looking at this. Uh, the original. His chest hair was awful. Ew! It's like coming up from his belly. Yeah he he looked like he looked like a pirate from like like. I don't want to say like a, like a, he that a belongs to like Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> If Disneyland was hexagonal in some sort, because yeah, um, those are those was really bad. The second classic splash art was was far better, like leagues better, not even fucking close. Right. And then obviously we have the current one, which is great. Although, oh yeah, yeah. I spooky. will say I we could talk about skins later because I know that's gonna yeah, be a fun yeah. thing because he's yeah. got some good skins. He does. I don't understand why they released and same thing for misfortune they have a captain skin i'm like it's mm. literally the same fucking thing pretty much yeah yeah but anyways let's get back let's look at old gp gangplank's so, passive grog soaked blade i don't remember playing gangplank before the rework so, yeah so let's see yeah basic attacks deal Four to twenty-one based on level magic damage per second, and slowed his target by seven percent for three seconds, stacking up to three times. I'm assuming that worked with his Q. Yep, because it was a basic attack. Okay. Yep. That's so twenty-one percent slow. That's not bad. That's pretty good. It's pretty disgusting when you're walking up to someone and just hitting them. The magic, the magic damage was dog shit though. Right, right. But oftentimes, you remember it was doing that for for three seconds though. And, sure. and you, could, you could keep stacking it. Um, but I think oftentimes you're just going to hit them once or twice and then cue them and, and kind of walk away because you should have had enough damage to blow people up. Mm -hmm. Go full 100% <clears throat> crit, and the crit items were not as good <clears throat> Excuse me, then as they are now in terms of their efficiency with other uh, stats. Mm -hmm. I might disagree because back then, wasn't Infinity Edge 250% damage on crit? That was the only, the only, I mean, and old Infinity Edge is like, definitely better than new Infinity Edge. Yeah, and you could stack, like, you could double up on items. Like, you could. You could. I think you would go. Funny. Like, Shiv was really good, too, because Shiv was a, was a, a damaging item, <clears throat> excuse me, a damaging item that dealt magic damage, so it made it hard to itemize, right? Uh, gave you attack speed and gave you crit. And so it would help you with your, with your passive. You're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go Shiv. Um... And then, this was also back uh, when Trinity Force had crit. Yes. Yes. And AP. Trinity, yes. Old Trinity Force was fucking great. Yes. <laughs> I miss it. But anyways, so current <clears throat> passive, Trial by Fire. Man, just even looking at like, this the was icons. like one, one, yeah, one second, or excuse me, one sentence, and then you got like a fucking two paragraphs. You know, book, huh? Also, I have I played him on Arams, and that crit increase or there's crit scaling on his oh, passive is bonkers, dude. It's disgusting. It's a lot of fucking damage. I've been a victim of it on Arams, dude. It's fucking disgusting. So periodically, gameplay empowers his next better basic auto attacks, not his Q, his basic ones. Uh, dealing fifty-five to three ten base on level plus one hundred percent AD, and then uh, plus 
Uh, it 200% of your crit chance. Did they not? Oh, see, based on... Did they not? Oh, they haven't edited this yet. Oh, shit. Because right after the 180, it should say 200% crit chance. Right. So, yeah. come on, Wiki, Come on, bro. Well, I don't think this is run by Riot officially. I don't care. <laughs> but, and then, of course, it does... It, it works as well against turrets, but it does 50% reduce damage. But, uh, whenever you... Um, it's it's 15 seconds, or if you destroy a keg, it instantly refreshes. So you can take turrets. If you have three, you literally just pop your barrel. Or if you have passive up, auto attack a turret, shoot your barrel, auto attack a turret, throw another barrel down, auto attack, and you just refresh it that quickly. And you can just destroy turrets. Yeah. Um. And and of course they uh, gave him movement speed when he uh, <laughs> auto attacks. So it's even more. Right. Yeah, it's so like it's pretty good to trade with, just especially if you can get the melee off. If you if you can't get the melee off, it then it's it's tough. Well, but if you can get up into someone's face, which realistically GP shouldn't be able to do early levels, well, um, that's why that's why they give him movement speed so he can right, get away. Right, right. I mean, he's a he's a swashbuckler. He should be able to hit you and, and and bounce out for a minute and then come back and do it again. Um, it's funny because. The the way that they've increased his crit and everything like that really just makes him play like a like a D and D rogue. Like you're just crit fishing. If you can get a fat crit, you're gonna blow somebody up. If you can't, then you can do some damage, but you're not blowing somebody up. You know. Um. Let's see. Old parlay. Old parlay. Man. So one thing to note is Grog soaked blade. His original passive uh, applied as an on hit effect. Which means anything that applied on hit effects uh, would proc it. So, uh, parlay. Gangplank fires his pistol at the target enemy, dealing physical damage. Parlay can critically strike and applies on hit effects, including Grog Soaked Blade. If parlay kills the target, Gangplank gains bonus gold and refunds half the mana cost. Oh, I missed that. Parlay resets Gangplank's basic attack timer. So... Physical damage was kind of garbage. It was 20 to 120, but he got 100% 100 uh, AD. And then the bonus gold was 4 to 8. So you would literally farm minions with this to to keep your mana up and to get the uh, bonus gold. Now if you look at the new parlay, it's, it's going to be very same. similar. <laughs> very similar. Uh, active. Gangplank fires a shot at the target enemy that deals physical damage upon arrival and applies on hit and on attack effects at 100% effectiveness as a ranged attack. Parlay. Which was changed. It yes, used to that count as a basic attack. Yeah, it used to count as a melee, which was disgusting. Uh, it can crit for 175 total damage if you get IE at an extra 35%. If Parlay kills the target, Gangplank plunders gold and silver serpents. Each enemy killed by a powder keg explosion that was originally set off by Parlay also counts for the plunder. Silver Serpents can be spent in the shop to upgrade Cannon Barrage. The damage is similar. It's 10 to 130 with 100% AD, and the gold plunder is 3 to 7, and the Silver Serpent plunder is 4 to 8 based on the level. Uh, mana cost, I think, is a little bit cheaper. It's yeah, less. It it's used to be cheaper. very high, but I mean... When he was re when he was uh, reworked, it, they st it still had the mana refund aspect, but they yeah they, they got, got rid of that because that's right. he, he never left lane. <laughs> right. 
Um, let's see. I think that's it. I don't think I have any other notes for that. I mean, it's just important no. for killing your, uh, for hitting your barrels with, and for killing your enemies. Yep. So uh, let's go on to his most iconic ability. Is it his most iconic? I mean, what? What, what? No. I, you I don't mean, think sure, so? sure, but like thematically, the most iconic ability for a pirate is, is orange and K? scurvy. <laughs> yeah dude orange and k yes because pirates used to get scurvy which is why they ate a bunch of oranges because they didn't get enough vitamin c because they're fucking nasty um so yeah gp man is greatest ability in the game it's actually stupid you know what i might say it's the most iconic it gets you out of so much bullshit let me tell you something a fucking Dude can walk up to you, point his mace at you, and banish you to a fucking shadow realm. And this motherfucker pulls out an orange, and you're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold on, I take it back. This is definitely his most iconic ability. That shit's broken. Oh, Urgot slapped you with some chains and just impaled your ass and is reeling you in. I just eat an orange. You're fine. Like, hold on. <laughs> that shit's fucking broken. The only thing I think it doesn't get you out of is um, Camille Ulti. Well, yeah, because yeah. Because you're locked in there no matter what. Which is supposed to be Urgot's ulti, but, you know. Mm, no, because Urgot's ult is a suppression. Uh, Camille's isn't a suppression. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So, original remove scurvy. Gangplank eats a large amount of citrus fruit, instantly removing all crowd control affecting him and healing himself with a 100% AP ratio. And that was back in the day <laughs> when they used to make League parody songs. And I distinctly remember... Orange Eater. Yes, Orange Eater. <laughs> And I Insta really lock, just baby. remember Christian running around saying, "Are you AP? No, my name is GP." <laughs> if you guys, yeah, if you guys haven't heard that, go to uh, InstaLock's YouTube channel and just type yeah. in "Orange Eater." It's fucking great. You guys have to listen to that. It's it's so good, so good. It's so good. Um, uh, the heal was pretty insane too. Eighty to three sixty with one hundred percent AP ratio. It's like okay, yeah, I'll play. I'll play Lichbane GP. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. Uh, <laughs> current remove scurvy. Same thing. Gangplank consumes a large quantity of citrus fruit, cleansing himself from all crowd control and healing himself. It is 45 to 145 base with a 90% AP ratio plus 13% missing health ratio. Um, it's disgusting. Um, it, it does, it can remove underlying stun from airborne, but a flash or blink or, or sorry a blink or dash ability is required to override the displacement so you can be knocked up you can orange midair but you have to in order to like do anything else you have to flash or dash in some way so like um gale force is a good example you can cleanse your airborne and then gale force into somebody and you will no longer be airborne i didn't know that but that's yeah i mean disgusting i always think of um like if you get yasuo altered because yasuo is all yes. Holds you in the air a little yep. bit longer. And you can just, you know, shove a fucking orange up your ass and you're good. <laughs> yeah, so the thing is, you'll still stay in the air. You can shove an orange up your ass, but you'll still stay in the air unless you dash or flash. Right. So that's... I mean, to be fair, you shouldn't be using any no. this or cleanse or whatever if you get knocked up. Don't, right. don't use it's a waste. Right, right, right. Um, alright, dude. Let's uh let's talk about the <laughs> the old E. 
fucking garbage. <laughs> garbage ass ability, dude. I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> he was uh, in the store or in the uh, client. He was uh, labeled as support, right? Yeah, a secondary because role of this. Of support because of this, dude. <laughs> I was gonna say that. I'm glad you said that because I was <laughs> yeah. literally gonna say that right after. Yeah, uh, this fucking garbage ass ability. The only thing that was not garbage about it was that it gave you passive AD and passive movement speed. That's really all you needed to know. Well, I'm looking... Is he still... I'm looking in his um, abilities. I'm trying to see if he's still labeled as a support. No. Oh, no. He's labeled as a specialist, I think. I know, but I'm saying in the client where they fucking have old-ass shit just hanging around. But no, it's a specialist, which is like an everything kind of... Yeah, it was specialist to me feels like it's a unique uh, gameplay style, right? And GP is unique with his with his E. So just real quick with, with Ray's morale, his old E, um, he would get the self-bonus attack damage, self-bonus movement speed, but when he cast the ability, he would lose that, but he would give it to teammates. Um, it wouldn't be as much, so he could give... Bonus AD to his teammates, 8 to 16. Um, and bonus movement speed, 3 to 7%. But when he didn't actually activate it, he would get 12 to 40 uh, bonus AD and 8 to 20% movement speed. So it's one of those, like, you level it, but then you never, ever touch that key. Don't use it. Fucking, you're nerfing yourself. <laughs> you're nerf. yeah, yeah. You're nerfing your team fight, too. So unless, unless there's literally five people around you and you use it, don't fucking use it. Um... New E, dude. Take it away. Oh, Powder Keg. I see. I mean, since the rework, I think this is just so... His, his barrels are really iconic, because, like, yes. you can do some nasty fucking combos with this thing. The ghost barrel, the triple chain, the ghost triple chain. Also, I think the most OP thing about this is it costs no mana. That is true. And it stacks up... Okay, to be fair, on I believe on release... He could hold six barrels. I'd have to check that out, but he could store like, because right now he can hold five. But they they I can't remember when they changed that. It had to have been like within the year they added two more barrels to it. Okay. Because for the longest time it was only three, but on release I'm pretty sure you could store up to like six or maybe even seven barrels. Jesus. And that's fucking OP. Yeah, it is. Uh, active gangplank consumes a charge to place a powder keg on the target location that lasts 25 seconds. I also remember that shit used to stay around for 60 seconds. It could just be chilling there. And you like, and when you, of course, we already mentioned it. When you detonate the powder keg, you get his passive, the movement speed, and it refreshes your, your, your auto attack, the, the true damage. But yeah, this dude was so fucking safe. You just put a fucking barrel behind you. And you just let it sit there and like, oh, God, no, the jungler's coming. I'm going to hit that and fuck get movement speed and run away. <laughs> he movement was so speed, safe. Or you could you could ghost barrel in front of you, hit it, get the movement speed, do some damage and run. Like, nasty. Right. Except the only counterplay is you have to wait till level 13. Because yes. the fucking, at level 6, the fucking, they all have 3 HP on them. Mm-hmm. The first, <laughs> until level uh, nine, 9, I think, no, 9? Am I drunk? No. I'm trying to remember when you put a second. Whatever. Until level 13. Seven. It's, level it's, seven, it goes to one second. One second, and then at level 13, it's fucking half, instant. Half second, yeah. Uh, yeah, so two, one, half. Yeah, because a lot of times, two seconds at, at rank one until level seven, p- 
people can just fucking kill your barrels unless you're yep. really good at timing it. Yep. Uh, so last 25 seconds, and we'll connect to other powder kegs with overlapping uh, radius with a trail of black powder. So again, you can place barrels, auto-attack them. And as they're being auto-attacked, like in a chain, they become untargetable, so they can't destroy them. Yep. Uh, kegs can be basic attacked by enemies or gangplank. Uh, it can use parlay, dealing one damage to it. When an enemy destroys it, it is safely diffused. When gangplank destroys it, it explodes and also triggers a chain reaction that explodes other nearby tar uh, connected kegs within 0.33 seconds, safely delay between explosions. Like explosions also grant truce. Is that true sight? No, yeah, just, just sight. sight. Yeah, just sight. Okay, and their radius is for two seconds. Enemies caught in the explosion are slowed for two seconds and are dealt the triggering attack damage, dealing bonus physical damage against champions. Each enemy can only be hit once per uh, chain, and the damage dealt ignores 40% of the armor. So you can't just put four in. Yeah. I also remember, and I don't know, I'm assuming this is still not updated because of, of his passive, but uh, the, the slow now scales with crit. Yes. Crit, crit chance. Um, so, again, I know we talked about it on the oh, past. It does say it here. It says, yeah, 30 to 60%. 25%. Plus 0 to 25 okay. based on crit strike chance. Why, okay. So, why is it not uh, on the. Whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> if if you build him the same way right now, as everyone was, like Trinity Force and then Boots and then four crit items, it's going to go back to 80% slow because they nerfed it. Yeah. The base. But if you build one more crit item as your mythic, you will get f extra 5%. It'll go to 85% slow. That's what the math works out to. So it's like, eh, is it worth it? No. I guess. Eh, I don't know, 5%, 5%. means everything. Um, <laughs> I do remember on release, his it it ignored way more armor. Like, it was up to... I, it was, I, I want to say it was around... wasn't it? It was 60 or, like, 70% it ignored armor. It's yeah. fucking gross. Like, right. what the fuck? And, of course, they can crit. And that was like, when Last Whisper also ignored 40%. That was <laughs> disgusting. Oh, man. Yeah, I... <sighs> thing to I mean, note... Well, okay, one thing to note, I, I clicked on the details tab. Yeah. They do give you a little formula, but I didn't realize that if so that the kegs have a special interaction with spellblade. So if yeah. the keg destroying attack was empowered with a spellblade, its damage will be added to the explosion's damage. So yeah. your spellblade gets added. Plus, uh, if that triggering attack was a crit, you get an extra ten percent damage on top of the crit damage too. So uh, it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, there's a lot of shit that that's. I mean, obviously that's why Trinity Force or Sunderer was still good. Explosions, Sunder explosions always apply the minimum damage of this item and does not apply the heal. Good to know. The Lich right. Bane, the magic damage is added to the explosion's damage, but is dealt as physical. Uh, Essence Weaver, consuming the effect on kegs will restore mana. Explosions do not trigger the mana restore. Right. <coughs> so, it's. I mean, it's still... I mean, Essence Reaver is good. Right. But, um. Yeah, I mean, again... You have five barrels saved up. You can fucking... If you're good with placing the barrels and knowing their distance... And even if you're sitting in Fog of War too, <laughs> Excuse me. The uh, the enemy ADC is going to be there one second, and then they're going to be gone. Especially yeah. if you have, like, Collector and, like, upwards oh, to 100% yeah. crit. They're, they're, they're toast. 
Yeah, you're just ignoring all of their armor. <laughs> some of some of the best highlights of games, like pros or whatever, just seeing people just get one shot by Burl is so fucking fun. You just all you see is the fucking seventeen, eighteen hundred crit damage like marker, and then they're gone. <laughs> yeah, it sounds absolutely fucking disgusting. So yeah, and let's finally move on to cannon barrage. It's mainly the same, but you know. Uh, uh, Gangplank signals his ship to fire a cannonball barrage upon the target area for 7 seconds, dealing magic damage every second, granting sight of the arrow, slowing enemies by 25%. Yeah. Yeah, 20% AP ratio. It's not that much. No, no, not at all. It was kind of a shitty ulti. It just was good because it was global. It was, yeah, and I, I remember how gross the animation was. They were just huge fucking, like, cannonballs that slowly fell down. Yeah, it was, like, a really bad version of Misfortune's old grape shot, right? And I remember his, he still laughed globally, right? And it was a really bad yes, laugh. Yes, I think so, yeah. His his old laugh. <laughs> oh, where is it? Oh, yeah, let's he, see. Yeah, I said, yeah, It's... It's bad. His new one, however, is way better. His laugh is like again. We mentioned. I can't remember. Was it was it last week? Where we were like, I like abilities when champions like laugh when they're used. Uh, that might have been. I can't remember. We did what? Cassidy and Vagar last week. Uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, because Vagar laughs. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, just like it's, Singe laughs with his E, right? Yeah, except like Gangplank's laugh is so dark and like evil sounding. Now it is, yeah. Now it's, it's really it's good. It's so good. Um, so again, same thing. Let's see. Wait, how many waves does this do? Yeah, oh, it doesn't even say. Magic so it just per, did it okay, for so seven seconds. Yeah. So per second, so you just do the math on that. But now it uh, shoots a flare into the air, signaling a ship offshore. We're on a fucking mountaintop on Summer's Rift. Where the fuck is the ocean? So that's a very long range fucking ship. <laughs> this, is, this is true. A um, hell of a ship. Targeted for uh, lo targeted location, eight seconds anywhere on the map, calling down twelve waves of cannonballs in a cluster of three every twelve or every two seconds, granting sight of the duration, uh, sight of the area for duration. Each wave deals magic damage to all enemies within the area and slows them by thirty percent for half a second. So what was this one? This was twenty five percent. Um, that doesn't say. I'm assuming as long as people are sitting in it, so it's the same thing. Um, yeah, yeah. This had... The base damage is down, but this has way more waves, and it does 40 to 100 per wave. So at uh, level 16, max base damage, if someone's sitting in it, is 1,200 damage. And it's a 10% AP ratio, and again, times 12, go up to 120% AP ratio. I mean, old Gangplank... AP Gangplank was actually good, because, like, I mean, we just read about Lichbane, how it works with Parlay. Yep. And then old Leandries, the damage, the burn damage was better if the user was affected, or the uh, the recipient was affected by a slow. Yes. It would burn, it was a double damage, a double burn? Uh, I believe so, yeah, yeah, I think you did double damage, if I remember so, correctly. So, yeah, you, you, you build Leandries, and you just ult, and it fucking just wrecks them, but... Nobody does that anymore. This is more... I'd say this is more of a fucking utility ult than anything now. Um, and it's just to, like... It doesn't do that much damage. 
like level one, but it's just like, oh, your bot lane, your bot lane's fighting their bot lane, and then oh, I'm top lane, and I can just fucking, you know, intervene in the fight and just drop a fucking AOE slow on top of them, and they're, people kind of get freaked out, because they're like, oh, fuck, I don't want to sit in this, like, it may not be doing that much damage to them, but they're like, fuck, I don't want to sit in this, so then they're, like, scared, and they start running away, but, um... If I I think I've said this to you a few times. If this ability gets a fucking kill, Jesus Christ, what the fuck's going you on? You really it, had to sit in it, or he cast it on someone who's like it's a being fucking executed. chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've um I've gotten Baron steals a few times with gangplank alts. How someone just doesn't doesn't know what to do with the smite? I I I want to say what was the fucking clip um program we were using for a while? You remember that? Oh, uh, plays TV. Yeah, I if I could, I wonder if I could log on to that. I know for a fact I have a game, a game playing game. You and I, we were in the same game, and I mm. stole the Baron. I'm gonna have to see that after this. <laughs> if if I can find it, I'm gonna include it in this video. You should right after this. So uh, okay, and then of course uh, with um, the Silver Serpent upgrades at 500, you can buy them. I thought this was really cool when they changed this. It's like a new interactive thing. Oh, dude, it was really cool. So 500 Silver Serpents. You can upgrade to Death's Daughter, Fire at Will, or Raise Morale. And Death's Daughter, a large cannonball lands in the center of the barrage after the first cluster of wave occur, dealing clusters worth of true damage to enemies within the app impact and slowing them for 60% for one and a half seconds. So, yeah. that's true damage is base... 120 to 300 that's a lot just sitting boom right in the middle so much um i personally so let me, let me go through them and then so yeah. fire at will can barrage fires six additional waves so 12 to 18 and they are called down in clusters of three every 1.3 seconds so it's you get pelted by this one i like buying this one first just because it's I mean, I guess you could argue raise morale. Raise morale gives your uh, teammates movement speed if they're running through it. Um, but this is like, oh, it's an extra fucking slow because it's pounding yeah. more fucking waves. And of course, once you get all three of the upgrades, it's it's really it, gross. Yeah, so then it gets really nasty. I always went with Death's Daughter first, just because if you could plant it right on top of somebody who's trying to escape, I feel like you can get a higher kill chance for your team in that regard. Mm -hmm. But I think it depends on, on who you're playing against, too. There's not really necessarily a best one to go first. I wouldn't go Rage Morale first. I wouldn't go Rage Morale first, either. I would always go that one last. The first two, I think, are the ones that I would go uh, first. But you could you could swap between the two of them. Sure. No, oh, yeah. All right, I think we're at the part where we try to agree or disagree on the best gangplank skins. I already know what you're going to fucking say. Oh, what am I going to say? Spooky Gangplank? Oh, absolutely. Spooky Gangplank is the best. So, that's a close second. He's got some good skins. Um, Can I tell you my least favorite? What's your least favorite? Huh? Like, I don't what? like Sultan, but it's not my least favorite. My favorite. I don't like Captain, don't like because Sultan. his beard is awful in Captain. His beard looks too groomed for a pirate. It's, yeah, I, like, it's... His face is very thin. It is. I don't hate Captain, but the artwork on his face is very strange. The rest of it's really cool. I like the fact that he's peeling the orange with the burning blade, and you can see there's someone chained up about to get tortured with that blade. Like, it's it's got a sick aesthetic, but it doesn't 
I don't know. His face structure isn't there for me. He looks way like because in his original splash art, he's like, that's him. He didn't die. We found out in the fucking Rune King game that he didn't actually die. He lost his arm. Alawi tested his spirit and he yep. came back. Yep. He looks like I like that. He just looks so fucking like gritty yes. and like, but in Captain, he's like. Did you notice he's like torturing someone? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, he's okay, got the, yeah, yeah, their yeah, arms yeah. up, right. ready to torture him with the burning blade. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. disgusting. Yeah, it, he looks way more like, but his yeah, his face kind of ruins the whole thing. He's he a, looks way more evil. His eyes are good, but like, yeah, they they like oddly pretty much removed his lips. Um, <laughs> I mean, it sounds weird, but when you look at his his base, like he definitely has a defined lower lip, and then when you look at captain is like what happened to it why is it all sucked in is that even doesn't look like a lady he's just got like a little line across his face and like i said the beard looks too like soft and sultry it just doesn't it doesn't fit with the pirate mo the rest of it like minus the face is badass i will say but i also really just like gangplank the betrayer which is like the ruined one i think that one's really sick too the mohawk gangplank oh uh, yeah i like it ran which one you want to come over here? And she was, uh, her favorite she wanted to say what her favorite. Sailor. Okay, so the first one I thought of was that one. Dreadnova? Dreadnova. Dreadnova's good. Dreadnova's sick. I remember that he had a pool party skin, so that's pool party. going to be one of my ones that I like. Cause remember I his best used to be Spec Ops for a hot minute. Pointless contribution. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Dreadnova's good. I like the whole space, space pirate, like, aspect. Pool party is good because he's like on his. I love his the fucking he's wearing the lay and like his back animation. He's fucking flipping burgers and stuff. It's pretty good. Yeah. Personally, my favorite has got to be Sailor Gangplank because he's Popeye. He is Popeye. I just I love his beard in this. I like how just basic it is. And he's chilling. He's got some. <laughs> you see these pants he's wearing? Dude, he's got the nastiest pants. The biggest feet. In I the used world. to wear. I used to wear <laughs> pants like that in high school. <laughs> It just looks so cartoony, but it's so sick. And it doesn't even look like him. No, it doesn't at all. I, I think uh, it's cool. I like the fact that he, he carries like a saber or I don't know if it's like a saber or like a rapier. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't. You can't really tell based on the picture because it's facing the blade at you. Um, Unfortunately, if you this skin looks so different in game because I believe yeah. in game his sleeves are ripped and you can see his like biceps like his arms are out it's like a he has no sleeves so it looks very different let's see I'm gonna view it in 3d real fast yeah oh okay uh I'm pretty sure I, I maybe I'm drunk sailor oh. load uh let's see it is loading on timo.gg yeah uh his sleeves aren't ripped they're rolled up Okay, and his beard is totally different. And he keeps the bald head, but he's got the he's got the Popeye anchor. Oh, it's a silver serpent, uh, design, but it's the Popeye anchor. It's just like, yeah, I wish his his hair was longer on top. I feel yeah. like do they keep the like basically the original? Is that why it's like that? I'm not sure. I guess it's got to be the original art. They never they didn't redo this art. Yeah. But it it's looks not, so it's not good. even in the original. Yeah, it's not. It has to be because it's not in the previous splash arts. So that's probably why. That's what it used to look like. I wonder if on this website it has original. It doesn't. Damn. I remember Special Forces used to be his best skin by a long shot for a very very long time. Yeah the 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 powder cake um, 
when the the health is ticking down, it has like a beep, like a bomb yeah, beep, beep, yeah. and it's really satisfying. It's like a C four, right? <laughs> now in the background, is that who is that? Like is that Miss Fort Miss Fortune? Oh, the only reason oh. I'd say Miss Fortune is because they're tied in lore. Oh, I figured it was Evelyn, special... like Safecracker Evelyn. Oh no, it's gotta be special. Isn't it Secret Agent Miss Fortune? I don't she know if that would. Whatever. Um, I'm just trying to look. I don't know. Interesting. I'm curious. Uh, How she... special are the special forces? Let's put it this way: there's, there's, they're the only uh, unit in the military with unlimited access to oranges. <laughs> Ao. Yeah, I can't tell. I to me, it looks like Safecracker Evelyn. But this came out pre-Safecracker Evelyn, so. Right. But I remember in the original, or not really the original. I think it's the same. I think the Safecracker Evelyn, she was coming down on a rope, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Her and Twitch are coming down, rappelling on, mm. on a rope, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's somehow uh, tied into that with the Omega Squad, too, maybe. What are they called? Oh, Commando? See. Who's in the skin line? Maybe that tells us. Garen, Lux, Tristana, Zinn, GP, Galliop. Nope, that doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't know. <laughs> yeah i mean again they were including some skin lines oh, are just so weird i didn't realize he was voiced by matt mercer that's remind me who that is again matt mercer is like the D D god oh okay he's the guy that like if you ever want to know anything about D D, if you search up a matt mercer video you're gonna learn something that he is like the unofficial most widely known most popular D and D person ever to exist ever. He's bad. I didn't realize he did his voice. That's actually badass. No, oh, so we're, Tyler's playing Gangplank now. Yeah, I. You know what? I remember hearing that he did some voices in this game too, but I didn't realize that he did GP. That's pretty cool. Well, other than that, I think that's it. Yeah, we carried uh, this one on for a long time because we really enjoy <laughs> this champion, especially. But the aesthetics of the two of them and the yeah, differences. Yeah. That's good. Uh, next Friday, we're going to be doing Blitzcrank and Dr. Mundo. Mundo, of course, got a full-on rework. Blitzcrank, I think it's been tweaked a little bit. Okay. Um, so, yeah, guys, that is it. Yeah. We'll be back on Monday. And, uh, you know, as always, follow, rate us, join our Discord, hit the link tree in the description. Um, leave a review somewhere. Leave a review. It helps. Comment it helps. YouTube videos, everything, guys. And, you know, of course, if you're ever looking to play some games, we've got some people in the Discord server that are always looking for games. And, you know, if we're on and we're playing, just shoot us a message. We'll probably play with you. So, yeah, these these podcast guys live and die by word of mouth. Um, so, yeah, help us out. Be awesome. We get more people involved in the community. We can do more fun stuff, more giveaways, more, more stuff right. like that. So we'd love to see you guys. But for now, enjoy your weekend. And we'll see you on Monday. Stay safe, everybody.